Hey there, guys. We just wanted to say thank you so much for tuning in today and supporting the podcast. And as a way to extend thanks to you, we want to offer you 15% off any product off my website, littlestfitness.com. That spans for my ebook, Endure, my nutrition guide and templates, my training guide, or my at-home PDF program. Whatever you've been eyeing up lately, we just want to say thank you and offer 15% off any single product of your purchase today. So be sure to use the code MESSYMIDDLEPOD, that's M-E-S-S-Y-M-I-D-D-L-E-P-O-D at checkout today as a way to support the podcast and as our way of saying thanks. This is Alyssa Lenick of Littlest Fitness. And I'm Kate, otherwise known as Coach Carmichael. We are PhD students, endurance athletes who lift, outdoors enthusiasts, and entrepreneurs. We believe the narrative of the fitness and wellness industry is often far too extreme. So forget about the black and white messages that you've heard. On this podcast, we believe that life is best lived in the messy middle. Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the second official Little List rant. If you guys missed my first rant, you'll definitely want to go back and listen to it as it really foreshadows a lot of what I'm talking about today. More specifically, and especially if you are a woman, I really leaned into the messages that women get that are a bunch of BS and that we should be more skeptical about in this niche. But I think that anyone can gain anything from that podcast because we all get our own crappy messages, regardless of our gender, our age, our height, our weight. There is a ton and ton of misinformation out there that preys on all of us. And so if you missed it, you might want to go back and refresh and listen to that one. But if not, today's podcast is for everyone. So it's not only for women, but today I want to lean in and talk more and break down ways to spot BS and stay skeptical while you're consuming information in your day-to-day life, in the news, in the media, social media, in just conversations with people and everything in between. And so today I'm just going to give you my top five ways to spot BS and stay skeptical and things to ask yourself when you are consuming information. But I do want to note, this is not an exhaustive list. I try to keep these things a little more general so that all people can benefit from this and these questions that we're asking. And so while for my friends that are a little more trained in science or anything similar to that field, you might know that there's ways that you can look at funding sources or who the authors are writing things or what they have to gain or things like that. But I wanted to stay away from that today because with most of us, we already are trained on how to critically think and stay skeptical, but it's the gen pop people, just everyday people who are either trained in other areas or niches or fields that are not needing to be health, fitness, wellness, science experts, right? And that's our job to help them have these skills and transfer these skills into their daily life when they're consuming this information. So keep in mind, this is non-exhaustive. There's a ton of ways that you can do this. Um, But for all of my general followers listening to here, and even those of you who are formally trained, I think these are all important questions for us to all ask ourselves. So the first one is to ask yourself, is this person selling or telling me exactly what they did with the assumption that it will work for me? And you see this all the time. Some girl will get really into fitness or some dude will get super buff and they just think all of a sudden they get really inspired and they usually mean well, they're like, well, I want to help people. I want to inspire people, which can be a little bit of a selfish desire, but they, they usually mean well more or less, but they either have no certification or education or formal training experience, and they just pre-package or repackage up exactly what they did and quote unquote worked for them and sell it to you. And sometimes this stuff sticks and it works because you have no formal training experience before or just something, it's any stimulus, but eventually it fall short and it kind of fails you because they're just selling you what worked for them and you are not them, right? You don't live their same life. You don't have their same genetics. You don't have all these other factors that come into what makes us so unique as people. And so a lot of these things can work generally, but if they don't fit us, then they're going to fail us. But these people will just sell you what worked for them. And I think this really ties into the next important question that you should ask 
following this is, do you want to only do this fitness plan or this diet plan or this routine because you want to look like that person or you want to live their life? You want to kind of be them as weird as that sounds, but do you think that if you do, uh, you know, Fitzfo Felicia's, uh, PDF workout plan that you're going to look like her in six weeks, or if you follow mega bicep marks, uh, workout plan or tread plan or carb cycling thing that you're going to look just like him in just four short weeks. And so do you have that little sliver of false hope that that is the key and ticket to your happiness? Because you think happiness is that life for that body that person has. And I know that's a really uncomfortable question to sit with, but I think it's important to ask us when we're making choices about how we feed and move our bodies. Now there's amazing ways to feed and move your bodies. And sometimes when you do do certain fitness routines, you're going to reap the benefits that happen from lifting heavy or, you know, improving your nutrition composition. That's not to say changes or positive things cannot come from these, but I think it's important to ask if this person's selling you something that is only what worked for them with no general application of knowledge about health, fitness, nutrition. And then if you're inclined to do that, just because somewhere deep down inside an insecurity thinks that makes you think that you need to do that to look or be like them, which I know that is a little bit of a, a hard hitting question that might be a little sore for us to think about, but I think it's important. And so number two, which ties onto this building on this is, does this person have any valid experience in what they are trying to sell me? So who the heck is this person and what do they have to gain or lose by telling me or selling me this? And so this falls into every area and niche. So this is not just people who have no certification or education or experience trying to sell you health and fitness programs, which I personally believe that you should have one, if not some overlapping of those things before you do it with a large inclination of a lot of online trainers. They've never worked with people in person, which is a really huge gap. And so asking yourself, who is this person? What is their experience? Who are they? So if their only experience is themselves, they might not know how to coach you. They just know how to tell you what they did, which might be fine advice, but it might not fit to you. And so, and then what do they have to gain or lose by telling or selling you this? So what does that person that sells their one specific type of diet have to gain from you believing it and buying it? Well, if they, you truly buy in and believe that that is the only way you can eat, they're going to make money or they're going to gain clients are going to gain more popularity or whatever it is. But if they're only relying on people fully trusting that, they have a lot to gain or lose by you buying into it or believing it. And so this also comes into like a really great example of this is like booty bands, right? So everyone on Instagram is going to tell you that like you need a booty band and your butt will not grow without a booty band because those people have a lot to gain from you giving them $20 for a giant piece of rubber, right? Where it can be helpful, but it's not what they're telling you it is, but they're getting you to believe that it's more than it is because they have a lot to gain or lose in that because that's a large pillar of their business. Great marketing, not great for integrity. And another thing is like when you're looking at people who do have any formal training is you see this a lot. It's like you see a lot of doctors and you can ask yourself like just because they're a doctor and they've gone through medical school, do they have any formal training in nutrition or fitness or advanced training beyond with the little bit that they got in that? I'm not saying doctors don't get any of that, but do they have the right or the training or the experience to be telling you what they're telling you about nutrition? And especially when we're talking about doctors who claim that they're a keto doctor or a vegan doctor or whatever that is. And in between those two very different spectrums is that, do they have any formal training or going back to the question I asked before, what do they gain or lose by selling me this? So if this doctor that you see online, and I'm not trying to attack doctors, but we just know like we have like very specific trendy name ones that I won't for legal purposes mention, we'll do this. And we can ask ourselves, are they selling a book or a program? Because if they have a book that says that this is the exact way to eat and what they should do, they have a lot of to gain or lose by you buying into that and believing that. And so even people with formal education training, you should ask what they're 
what their credentials are. And this happens all the time, even with people who have certifications or different types of degrees, they'll start talking about gut health or hormones or more specific medical advice or rehab science when they're not trained in those niches. So making sure the people that you're consuming information from are specifically trained in the areas of what they're giving you. If I start talking to you about gut health and selling a gut health cure book or a gut health cure nutrition cleanse, like 30 day program or fix, you should be skeptical of that because that's not my formal training and or expertise, even though I have advanced degrees. And I know that may seem really confusing for you guys because you're like, oh man, how do I decipher through all of this? But always just have that lens of skepticism on when you're consuming this information and recognizing if there's consistent trends or things that people are saying, or if they're in agreement with other people who are trained in those areas are kind of saying as well. So building on that, is the third thing is I want you to ask yourself is what this person is saying seem to go with what you inherently know or sounds logical. And like I just mentioned briefly before, does it line up with what most people who are evidence-based are saying? And does it make sense? Now, this isn't to say that there aren't paradigm shifters and people who rile up and challenge the norm. I am one of those people, but does the, the foundational facts of what they're saying kind of line up? And so, yes, some evidence-based people don't all agree, but for the most part, they're arguing little tiny variations of the same thing, which can seem really confusing to most people who aren't trained in these areas. But is what this person's saying seem like the wild left field or that they don't want you to know, quote unquote, or understand what the solution is that they're proposing? And so a great example of this is like a lot of extreme diets or extreme diet claims. So one of the things going through the news recently was someone made a claim that fruit is like the worst thing you can eat. It is horrible for you. It's basically going to kill you on the spot. Now that's a little dramatic, but you as a person, does that like ask yourself and pause because you're allowed to, you're allowed to question things that people say and ask yourself, does that make sense? Do I truly think that my fruit consumption is what's causing me to gain weight or be unhealthy? And if you really reflect, most of us probably don't even eat that much fruit to begin with. And, or if we did, that would probably not be the single item in our dietary consumption that would raise a red flag. And you inherently know that, right? You can look at that. I think most of us aren't consuming pounds and pounds of fruit a day to the point that it might be problematic. So you can look at that claim instead of, you know, freaking out and be like, oh my God, fruit's going to kill me. Just pausing and asking yourself, is this illogical? Who is saying this? What do they have to gain by this? And does this really add up with what most people are suggesting that are pretty smart in this field? So don't just like look at only one person's opinion, but general consensus, is that thing where most people are leaning. And so that comes to with like, you'll see all these ads all the time where people give you the body type workout plans. Like you're endomorph or you're a mesomorph because that sounds really, really flashy and sexy. But are most people that are trained in fitness, health, and nutrition giving you body type specific diets? Or does that just sound like something really flashy that someone's trying to sell you because they have a lot to gain from it, right? It's a very extreme thing. And it comes from like the really, really extremes ends of those feel that almost no one is saying like, yes, there's variation of body types and no one else is denying that, but no one is giving you some specific quote unquote workout program for that because it doesn't really work like that. And so number four is I want you to ask, is this person creating or inflating a problem for me just to sell me the solution that they have created? And you see this again with a lot of hormone issues. Everyone tells you that your hormones are dysregulated. Your hormones are unbalanced. And if I asked you right now, what does it mean to have balanced hormones? You would be like, uh, you don't know because hormones don't work in a 
balance, like a balance system, like equals one equals ones. It's a harmonious relationship, but you don't know that that person can just tell you, well, if you've been tired and you feel like crap and you can't lose weight and you feel like workouts are awful, they're going to tell you that you have a hormone issue or a broken issue, broken metabolism, or you have a huge gut health issue. And so they're going to make, they're going to prey on things that you feel bad about, or they're going to prey on things like weight status or skin or anything that you might be insecure about in your day-to-day life. And then they're going to sell you a solution, right? So most people are probably tired. They're underslept. They're not eating enough fiber. They're not hydrating enough. They're not eating enough of the right, you know, quote unquote, right foods, like enough fiber and fruits and veggies and protein. So what they're just selling you indirectly is the same solution everyone else is selling you, but they're tying it up with a flashy, flashy claim that they know you are insecure about. So they, they know that you think about your weight loss or your cellulite or your muffin top or your, or your hip dips or whatever it is that we are preying on to be insecure about. And that list goes on and on beyond even just body things. But they tell you that they can fix your metabolism or they can reset your hormones or they can reset your gut health. And you don't even know what those things are, but you just believe you have these problems. They created it and you've bought into the fact that you have that when you very well may not just because they listed off a bunch of general symptoms that most people probably could say, yeah, I experienced that. And then you feel better by indirectly doing the things that you should probably have just maybe been incorporating anyway, but then you buy into that solution. So they have a lot to gain, right? That ties back to number two. What does this person have to gain? And what solution are they creating to a problem you didn't even know you had until you read their post and you're like, oh shit, I guess I'm broken. But are you really broken or did they just try to trick you into that you were broken so they could tell you the solution to your problem? And so the last one I want to say is that even when someone is saying the most factual thing in the world, it can be the most accurate, it can be the most correct, it can be the most evidence-based, it can be the most agreed upon by everyone who ever walked this earth ever. You need to ask yourself at the end of the day, the most important question of them all is the question that you don't even know that you're allowed to ask. And you're allowed to say, is this realistic for me? Is this realistic for my life? And is this realistic for my goals or what I'm capable of doing? Even if it's only what you're capable of doing right in this moment. So is this coach, this person, this plan, this book, this diet system, whatever it is that you are being like drawn to, are they willing to meet you where you're at? It doesn't mean that you don't need to do work. That doesn't mean that you're not going to have to slowly work towards improving or doing certain things that doesn't exclude you from work, but are they willing to meet you where you're at? If you are an absolute beginner who's never resistance trained to in your life and you're super insecure about the fact that you are weak and you don't feel really great and you have poor energy and you go to a coach or a trainer, you buy a plan and they have you going to the gym for an hour and a half, six days a week and cutting out all carbs. Is that, are you going to actually fail that program? Or is that program going to fail you? So even with that, these people are just going to sell you these overall blanketed things that may not work for you or that, you know, may work for someone else. Probably wouldn't recommend working out six days a week, 90 minutes a time and cutting out carbs, but teach their own. But with that being said, you're allowed to ask yourself, is this realistic for me? Am I capable of doing this? Will this person or this product meet me where I'm at? And do you even want to do this diet or workout plan? I mean, you might truly deep down in your heart see that every single person in your office is trying keto for the 67th time. And you might feel inclined to do it because it feels like it's an instant solution to something that you think is a problem or you believe it is a problem or you, you desire. But 
do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that diet plan, no matter what that is, or that workout plan? I mean, if someone's selling you a marathon plan, but all you want to be able to do is jog two miles a few times a week because you enjoy it, is that what you actually want to do, right? A marathon plan is great. A marathon is an amazing goal. But if that's not your goal, that plan will fail you. And or you're allowed to say, I don't want to do that. And so you're also allowed to ask yourself, Does do you feel like the person that is selling you this feels like this is the only way you can do something? This is the only lane, a one track, that's all you can do. And there's certain things that we're going to tell you that you're probably going to have to do if you have specific goals. But if right now where you're at, that just doesn't seem like something that sits right with you or that you can't do or you honestly have no desire to do, that's up to you. That's a decision that you're allowed to make for yourself. Now, if you come to someone and you say, I want to be able to squat 200 pounds, but you're not willing to go to a gym and lift a barbell, they're going to say, okay, that's not possible. You're probably not going to be able to do that. But do you feel like if someone tells you that you have to do a specific diet or you have to do a specific workout plan just to be generally healthy and fit, there's probably a lot more variability there than you think. And so I think it's really important to reiterate here, you have a say in your fitness, health, and your life, what you're doing, what you're willing to do, and what you want to do. And I think that involves getting a little bit honest with yourself, but also involves being skeptical about the things that people are trying to tell you and sell you that you have to do. You don't have to immediately react to every single flashy claim made by someone in the media or that makes a news round or on social media and immediately think, oh my God, should I care about this? Oh my God, do I have this problem? Oh my God, do I need to be doing this? Because if you do that, you're going to spin the hamster wheel that you've probably are so sick of being on your entire life, of trying diet and diet and diet after diet and workout plan, a new workout plan and a different workout plan and a different style of training without ever asking yourself, is this crap? Do I need to be doing this? And is this what I even want to do? And what, in getting really honest with yourself, what the goals you actually have and the actual steps that you need to take that, and then just blocking out the rest of it. You have the autonomy to do that. So I want to encourage you to detect the BS, stay skeptical, but ask yourself not only who these people are that are making these claims and what they're saying and what they have to gain by this and if it's evidence-based and if they're even qualified to be saying what they're doing, but to just ignore it once you realize that that BS detector is up and then ask yourself, is this really what I want to do? Is this really a problem that I actually think I have? And sometimes it might be, you might need to go to a doctor or a PT or a coach and ask them, hey, this seems like an issue for me. What's up? What do I do? But then even then you have the ability to ask yourself at the end of the day, after all this, is this something that actually seems realistic? Is this product or program or whatever it is willing to meet me where I'm at? And is this what I even want to do? So say, say skeptical, but also have a say in what you want to do. So this is Liz. This is Littlest rant number two. I hope you guys enjoy this episode today. I hope this has encouraged you to realize that you have the ability to question, you have the ability to challenge, and you have the ability to, yes, my friends, demand better for yourself from your training program, from the industry, from other people. But most of all, as always, demanding more from yourself. You will say and what you do, how you feed yourself, and how you move your body. So this is Liz. If you appreciated this little list rant, if you learned something, if you like this, go ahead and leave us a review here on iTunes. Or if you listen to this on another platform, share it on your social media, tag us, comment on our posts, follow us in the Messy Middle Pod on Instagram. Let us know what you learned today. We would be so excited to hear it. I hope you've gained this and you have skills. And I want you to know that I don't think you're stupid. I think you were smart. I think you were smart enough to understand and interpret messages and know when you are getting told shit because I think you're a brilliant badass and everyone else thinks you're an idiot and I do not because you are not. So this is Liz. Have a great day.